It's time for the first federal Pella Window Store Little League matchup on Newstalk 1400 DWS. Tonight's matchup is brought to you by First Federal Savings Bank, serving Champaign County since 1908. And by Pella Window Store, proudly supplying Pella windows and doors for the past 50 years to East Central Illinois. Tonight's game can also be heard live on our website at WDWS.com. And now, let's go to the field for tonight's game. Good evening, Little League Baseball fans. Welcome out to First Federal Field. Tonight, we have a Little League matchup between Coons and Plumbers. How is everyone doing? Evan Kahn, Allie Adams here for this First Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup. Last night, you heard on the air Michael Kaiser and Tim Dittman bringing you uh, if I could read my paper again, I, I just really have a hard time reading with these broadcasts. It was Brian Russo in American Water yesterday, Plumbers and Coons here tonight. Allie, we've seen about every weather possible, and it looks like the sun's going to peek through here tonight for this one. Right now, it is a gorgeous 78 out at First Federal Field. We are right behind Bottenfield School, and yeah, um, what, how layered up were we a week ago? <laughs> And just you could you could hear us shivering. It truly was a cold night. We joked about how it felt like postseason baseball in November or something like that. But definitely different tonight. 78 degrees, absolutely gorgeous night. Looks like we're going to maybe dodge some storms also. Yeah, and that, that would be good news for all of us here at the ballpark and hopefully for anybody listening that wants to hear this six innings of action here tonight. We'll take our first break. Teams are getting their final warm-ups, and we'll come back. We'll set the lineups and get you ready for this first Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. Back here at First Federal Field for this First Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup between Plumbers and Coons. Thank you to our own Tim Dittman for treating us to some Disney bumps here tonight. Blake Lando running things back at the Radio Center. Let's take a quick look here at the lineups before we get things going. Looks like Coons going to be the home team, so we'll start with Plumbers lineup. They will send Gabe Daniels out there first. He's playing first base, followed by Evan Kirksey playing third. Jeffrey Grover bats, bats third and plays in right field. Cleaning up is Michael Bussell. He is going to be the shortstop. J.J. Schmidt will do the catching, followed by Jaden Ando. Then Dominic Mortensen will play out in center field, followed by Josh Kreps. Noah Baker, Toby Kreps, brother of Josh Kreps, will do the pitching to start things out here for Plumbers. Then after him, Harrison Matz over at second, Christian Weiss, Brandon Mosley out in left field, and then wrapping things up will be Pauli Palermo batting what is that? 14 batters are plumbers here tonight, and they're going to face off against the starting pitcher for Coons. That is Tate Sowers, who is a slender right-hander. He's getting his final warm-up tosses in here. So we'll go ahead and look at the defense behind him. Left to right will be Brandon Snyder. 
at third base, Isaiah Allen at short. Second base is Sathias McCary, and playing first base will be Wyatt Brownfield. Left to right in the outfield is J.D. Schladney in center, Josh Curcell, and then over in right field, Gabe Schaub. We'll get a look at Coons lineup whenever they come up to bat here in the bottom of the first. But it looks like Sowers just got his final warm-up toss in. They're throwing down to second. We're getting ready to go here. And, and Allie, as I said, uh, this is the best weather that we've had. So I, I'm really looking forward to doing this game here tonight. I am looking forward to it too, of course. First Federal Field, they are the ones that they have the green monster, as we like to call yes, it. Yes, the green monster out in right field. First pitch from Sowers to Gabe Daniels is swung on and missed for strike one. Underway at 6.01 here at First Federal Field. 79 degrees, got the sun peeking through the clouds. Not a whole lot of wind either as the next pitch goes outside to Daniels, bringing it to one and one. Feeling like a perfect summer baseball night out here. As the humidity ebbs and flows with <laughs> the rain moving around the forecast, there's a called strike two on the outside corner, evening it up at two and two. Working quick here is Tate Sowers to the first hitter, working primarily out of the stretch. His 2-2 offering is going to go low, so that runs it full now. Three balls, two strikes to the leadoff hitter for Plumbers, Gabe Daniels, wearing the number nine, batting from the right side against the right-handed Sowers. Payoff pitch misses just outside. Oh, I was off by a ball, so now that runs it to three and two. Full count going here. I'm actually ahead here by a whole pitch. You just don't know it yet. Full count <laughs> offering this time. That one, what do you know? Misses outside, ball four. Same result. Lead off walk there from Sowers to Daniels. Plumbers has a runner on first. Next up is Evan Kirksey. Been a, a, a lot of talk the first couple weeks here uh, of us covering these Little League games. The wonderful uniforms that the CU Kiwanis Little League has given the, these players here for the summer is the first pitch to Kirksey gets by. Runner will make it down to second. There's Daniels, makes it with, oh, the ball gets past the guy standing at second. Daniels gonna make it all the way over to third. Runners on the base pass cause a lot of havoc in these Little League games, and now Daniel stands at third base with nobody out here in the top of the first. We know that they are definitely aggressive on those base paths. If they get on there, expect them to move. Big swing and a miss. I think that might have been an off-speed pitch from Sowers there to bring it to one and one. Back to the uniforms. These are some teams that, that me and Allie have not seen, so <laughs> we've got plumbers who is up to bat. They're, they're rocking the orange and gray and white uniforms. That one's off the end of the bat and it's gonna drop into right field. There's a no out single and an RBI for Evan Kirksey and Plumbers gets on the board here in the first one, nothing. Kirk, Kirksey got a pitch on the outside and he just poked it into right field. You saw the right fielder come in for that but it just wasn't enough time did have them score from third base. Yeah, outfielders lined up about straight away. That one just got about five feet out of the infield, landed in no man's land between the right fielder and the second baseman. Next up, Jeffrey Grover, the right fielder batting third for Plumbers tonight. He'll take one on the outside for a ball. Kirksey down at first, nobody out here in the top of the first. 
Sauer still working quick. He comes set, swing and a miss. Good cut there by Grover. As I said, Plumbers have got the, the orange torso with the camo sleeves, the orange, gray, and white. Mm -hmm. It looks really sharp as Grover's got the neon orange bat in his hands here. Next offering from Sowers, there's another hack and a miss. One and two. Also has the, uh, I guess, almost ombre orange cleats as oh, well. Yeah. Matches the, the uniform. Completes the ensemble. Always, always like when they when they get matching from head to toe. The next one swung on and missed by Grover. Strike three. Sowers has his first out here in the first now with cleanup hitter Michael Bussell stepping to the plate. Very different from last game. You don't see guys out there with hoodies underneath their <laughs> uniforms. Had that last game. It's always nice as the first pitch to Bucell's in there for a called strike on the outside corner. Sowers comes set. He fires. There's another strike. Allie's the one flinching with the screen in front of us this week. Gave me a bug right here on my scorecard. You never know who hangs out in the booth at these baseball games. We'll see you later, bud. Okay, you're doing good. Just shake it off, shake it off. I mentioned I don't like bugs. <laughs> bugs can <laughs> bugs can be worrisome. There's one in the dirt for a ball as Kirksey does a little dance at first, but he'll stay put. I believe it's just a basic spider. I'm okay, guys. <laughs> We're good. Getting all kinds of calls and texts worried about Ali's safety with the <laughs> spiders here at First Federal Field. Bussell awaits that next pitch is outside for a ball now. Two and one here. He balled that one off good. <laughs> Sowers only working out of the stretch here in the first. A right-hander comes set and fires that one's outside. Bounces right back to the catcher, but Kirksey's going to make it to second without a throw. Looks like the catcher for Coons there, Jacob Riley, might have had a throw. Didn't get one off, so Kirksey's in scoring position with one away here in the first. Next pitch to Bussell is outside for a ball, so Sowers gets ahead 1-2, isn't able to put him away. Plumbers runners at first and second for J.J. Schmidt. Yeah, I mentioned this is our 21st year doing once the league here. On News Talk 1400 DWS, always a good time. 21 years. First pitch here to Jacob Schmidt is outside for a ball as the runners run back. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder what what the equipment was like back then. If they could, if they could fit it all in their cars like we did, or they had to get the van. You know, I bet you they had to get the van <laughs> because it was probably, and I, I believe you're a little too young to even know this or remember this. You had to carry an antenna or a Marty with oh. you, with a literal antenna that you would have to set up. So, yep, you had to have the van because you had to have room for that. A little sharper technology here in 2019 as the 2-0 offering to Schmitz in there for a called strike, bringing it to 2-1 for Plumber's catcher. Almost as easy as just doing it on our phones. <laughs> gonna, Schmitz going to show bunt, but he pulls back and hacks and fouls it straight back right on it there, but it's 2-2 count here. 
Haven't seen haven't seen a bunt yet here on the early season, but it's always fun to see the bunts at this level. See, sometimes uh, coaches have coached up the defense on how mm -hmm. to field it, and it looks like that's the case here with Coons as their infielders move in. But the pitch goes high, running it full here to Schmidt three and two. Kirksey at second, who had the RBI single here in the first, and Bussell down at first. One away, top of the first full count offering to Schmidt in there for a called strike three. Big pitch by Sowers there to set down the right-handed hitting. Schmidt two away now here in the first for Aiden Ando. For Schmidt, that would have been a perfect bunting opportunity when you only have one out. You know you have men in scoring position. That's, that's the place to do it. Yeah, could have got an offer for the sacrifice. There's a pitch that gets away from the catcher and both runners are gonna move up into scoring position now. Runners at second and third, two away here for Ando, who is an extra thing started. He'll find his way into the field as we move along in this one. Next pitch to Ando, big swing and a miss on a fastball on the inside corner, even it up at one and one. All right-handed hitters here so far for Plumbers in the early going against the right-handed pitching Sowers. Sour, excuse me, that one's bounced in there for a ball now two and one. So far this season, the lefties have been rare. It's been a big deal when we've seen a lefty step up. Saw two two lefty pitchers actually last week and a, and a pair of left-handed hitters. That one from the righty sour is high again. Three and one here to Ando. Wonder when they start teaching switch hitting, and when what age you kind of start to learn that oh, I, I could actually do either one. The three-one pitch here to Ando is outside for a ball that's going to load the bases here in the top of the first with two away. Yeah, there was some talk uh, a few years back about the switch hitting being a dying art form. There weren't as many switch hitters in the major leagues, but I haven't heard so much talk about that recently, so maybe it is making a comeback. We haven't got to see any switch hitters so far this year yet. The first pitch there to Dominic Mortensen is low for a ball, 1-0. think that any extra thing you can give a team at any age is always a help. <laughs> Absolutely. Next one's in there for a called strike on the outside corner. One and one now to Mortensen. Center fielder for Plumes here, for Plumbers here to get things going as I combine the team names. You know, it, it happens. <laughs> Again, we're, we're just still thinking of that cold. We're not used to this actual summer nights out here. Yeah, it, that one's low for a ball two and one. It, it's it's tough to call a game or, or just really enjoy a baseball game when it's cold. So so when you get nice warm weather, the breeze is starting to creep in here at First Federal as well, settling into a nice late spring, early summer night. That one's low and outside for a ball as well. All the runners are moving up. Here's a play at the plate, and he's out. Great hustle there by the catcher, Riley, to corral that one, flip to Sauer at home, and get Kirksey as he tried to score. Plumbers plates one in the first. They leave two stranded. We'll be back for the bottom half after this. You're listening to the First Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS.
Oh, Tim Dittman. Back here for the bottom of the at first federal field. Plumbers, Coons, one to nothing as Coons comes to bat for the first time. Isaiah Allen, Brandon Snyder, and Jacob Riley to get things going here for Coons. If anybody reaches Josh Kersell, they will be facing off against the right-hander for Plumbers, Toby Kreps, rocking the number five. Did not get to bat there in the first after a great hustle play there by Jacob Riley. Pitch got past him from Sauer, and he hustled back, corralled it, flipped to the pitch recovering home plate, and Kirkley was, Kirksey was out, excuse me, stopping the bases loaded threat there in the first, limiting it to one run, and now Plum, er, Coons gets to come and bat here in the bottom of the first. Isaiah Allen, shortstop for Coons, is going to take a ball outside here, 1-0. and oh. Next pitch to him misses inside, 2-0 and oh now. Isaiah, his favorite baseball team, Tampa Rays. Oh, there's an interesting one. That mm -hmm. one looked like it was a called strike on the outside corner, 2-1. and one. Saw last night the... Tampa Bay set the record for the lowest attended MLB game. I saw that. There's a ball four for Isaiah Allen, a leadoff walk for Coons here in the first. Next up, Brandon Snyder. I think Tampa could come out with a, a new slogan. At least we're not the Marlins. <laughs> or Marlins, Marlins. <laughs> tough, tough sledding for football or baseball down there in Florida. There's a ground ball fielded by the third baseman, flipped over to second in time. He'll get the fielder's choice there. Nice play to his left, Michael Boussel, flipping it over to the covering Harrison Matz to get the force out. One away here in the first. Jacob Riley, who ran down the pass ball and threw out the would-be base stealer in the first, now bats here in the three-hole. First pitch to him is inside for a ball, 1-0. Preps comes set and he fires. There's a foul tip off the catcher's mask. So we'll set up and redo it at one and one. Brandon Snyder standing at first base with one away here. Looks like we've got a quick timeout after the foul ball. We'll, we'll take a timeout as well. We'll come back here in a minute. You're listening to the first Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. Catcher for Plumbers, J.J. Schmidt is all right after getting a little shaken up on a foul ball and the pitch to Riley was fouled back. So it's one and two, bottom of the first here at First Federal. Plumbers leading Coons one to nothing. The one-two pitch to Riley just misses inside for a ball two and two. Brandon Snyder stands at first. He reached on a fielder's choice as the last batter. Riley set the 2-2. There's a high fly ball into left center. That one's back, and it's going to one-hop the fence. Rounding second, headed to third is Snyder. He's going to round third and head to home without a throw. Strong piece of hitting by Jacob Riley there. The RBI double ties things up 1-1 one, one here in the first. That was an excellent piece of hitting. Thought that the right fielder almost had a track on it, but that almost went over the wall. 
Really got a hold of that inside pitch. He stands at second, didn't even have to slide to get in there now. The cleanup hitter for Coons, Josh Kersell, steps in. There's a ball that gets away from the catcher, and down to third goes Jacob Riley. That was easily a stand-up double for Riley. Might have hesitated because he wasn't sure if the runner ahead of him was going to go. There's a pop fly, foul towards first base, but it's going to land. Yeah, I think Riley was thinking triple, and he wasn't sure if Snyder was going to go or not, so he had to put the brakes on. The ball ended up between second and third, so might have been a little tough to make it either way. The 1-0 here to Kersell is a ground ball to the second baseman. He'll field and throw to first to get the second out, but coming across the score is Jacob Riley. Coons takes the lead 2-1 to one here in the first. Nice job by Kersell just to put one in play, and... Get that runner from third into score. Two outs here in the bottom of the first. Wyatt Brownfield, first baseman for Coons, steps in on the right side, and he'll take a ball low. Had a lot of base runners here for both teams in the early going. The 1-0 here to Brownfield misses high. 2-0. String of right-handed batters keeps flowing in here as that one's in there for a called strike bringing it to two and one the random mlb favorite team theme continues wyatt his favorite team texas rangers all right there's a big hack and a miss even it up at two and two the texas rangers uh, looks like says his favorite player is elvis andrews maybe that has something to do with it there's a ball low Runs it full, 3-2, two, two outs here in the bottom of the first. Coons leading 2-1. to one. The payoff pitch misses outside for a ball, so the two-out walk to Brownfield. Well, we had, we had teams answering our, our questions when we wanted to know about the dogs. And <laughs> I wonder if we can get some explanations for these American League teams. There's a line drive right back to Kreps, and he snags it. Nice piece of hidden, even better fielding for Kreps. He gets out of it, but not before Coons puts two across. They lead it two to one. After one, we'll be back here for the second. This is the first Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. Glad we're not playing trivia out here at First Federal Field. <laughs> we're playing baseball for this Little League matchup on DWS. Plumbers trailing 2-1 to one as they come to bat here in the second. Dominic Mortensen, who was up when they cut down Evan Kirksey, trying to score in the first, leads things off, followed by Josh Kreps and Noah Baker. First pitch here to Mortensen is in there for a called strike. 0-1 from Tate Sauer, who... Was good in the first inning. He was living around the zone, but Plummer's able to put a couple in play, and they were moving on the base pass, so that helped things out as well as it's quickly 0-2 here to Mortensen. First inning, it seemed like they were able to do quite a bit of damage based on walks. Walks seemed to be the story of that first inning. That one just misses outside for a ball one and two. Yeah, walks not much of an issue for Kreps there in the bottom half no. of the first. He was 
gave up gave up a, a long double and that was most of the damage there in the first the one two here to Mortensen is low for a ball two and two Mortensen playing center field here in the early going he had to chase down that Jacob Riley double last inning his three two pitch in there for a called strike three one away here in the top of the second Sauer trying to find it here in the second. He faces Josh Kreps now. Extra hitter to get things going here on the evening. He'll take one on the outside corner for a strike. Righty on righty. Sauer working out of the stretch. Here's the pitch. There's a ground ball right through the four hole between the first and second baseman. So there's a one out single for Josh Kreps. Stice McCary almost had that, dived for it, didn't quite get it. But good effort though. Yeah, hit it right where they ain't. Kreps walks away with a single. Next up is Noah Baker. Also an extra hitter here early on. The first pitch to him, big swing and a miss. Looked like he was trying to go the other way as well. Comes up empty 0-1. Starting pitcher Toby Kreps is on deck. The 0-1 here to Baker is swung on and missed again. Sauer is really working on that outside corner here in the second. He's ahead 0-2. Two to one, Plummer's trails with one out here in the top of the second. There's a ground ball. That one's right at the second baseman. He's going to tag the runner going from first. He throws to first, not in time. Nice try for the double play there by the second baseman, baseman Harrison Matz, but just not quite in time. He will get the force out there. So two outs. Taking his place is Noah Baker at first, and here comes the pitcher, Toby Kreps. Kreps pitches right-handed. He bats right-handed. He fouls that one off the catcher, off the umpire, 0-1. On a foul ball is catching... People behind the backstop here on the early going, so maybe I don't blame you for diving out of the way at a couple of those. <laughs> we had quite a few struck pretty well right in front of us. And again. <laughs> <laughs> there it goes again. The old announcer's curse. Uh -huh. Quickly 0-2 here to Kreps of Plumbers. His team trying to even things up here in the second with Noah Baker Standing at first, representing the tying run. The 0-2 pitch here on the way, misses outside. Nice stop there by Riley, keeping that one in front. Kreps has a great bright yellow handle on his bat. Yeah, you got the yellow handle with the yellow tape. Mm -hmm. A lot of neon colors here. There's a Ooh. high fly ball that's going to get over our heads all the way onto the road here behind us at Bottenfield Elementary. We'll try it again at one and two. Got a good cut on that one with the man in scoring position that Krebs wants to bring home. Yeah, Krebs had a couple good swings here in this at bat. He'll watch that one bounce in the dirt ball two. Down to second goes Baker without a throw. 
Good heads up base running there by Baker reading the ball in the dirt. He's in scoring position, two balls, two strikes, two outs here in the top of the second. Plates a run here, I'm gonna say a lot of twos. Mm -hmm. There's a pitch, a high fly ball towards the right field, drifting into foul territory and making the catch. There is the first baseman, Wyatt Brownfield. They set down plumbers here. They leave one, score none. We're back for the bottom of the second here in a moment. You're listening to the first Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. know that one here at first <laughs> federal field coons leads two to one as they come to bat here in the bottom of the second jd schladney pitcher tate sour and gabe schaub to get things going if anybody reaches brady craig nice job there last inning by the pitcher sour who struck out the first batter and then he gave up a hit and some good defense behind him was able to set things down without causing any damage first pitch here believe thought it was Tate Sauer we might have gotten a little off here on our score sheets is that one's high for a ball is it JD that is uh, oh they, they just have a striking resemblance here similar builds and similar colors from the belts he's going to check swing on that one but yes he did go one and two here to Schladney Next pitch to him, there's a ground ball to third base. He plants and fields, but he's not going to be able to make the throw. Reaching to lead off the second is J.D. Schladney. Nice job hitting with two outs there, putting the ball in play. He gets himself a leadoff single. Now it's the pitcher, Tate Sauer. He's going to hit a ground ball into no man's land. Third baseman fields, fires to second in time for the fielder's choice. So Sowers will trade places with Schladney as he walks back to the dugout. One away here in the bottom of the second. Next up, Gabe Shaw playing right field here early on. Gabe is an artist. He enjoys drawing. He says that that's an interesting fact about him. Get a fake pitch there by Toby Kreps. Going to reset here. Didn't like the pitch that he wanted. He likes this one. He fires a strike right down the middle to get ahead here to Schaub. Don't believe that in Little League there are balks, are there? No, because they, they can't <laughs> steal. I don't think that they call the box. There's a smoke to right center field, and it bounces off the green monster. It doesn't get much closer than that, but it drops in. It's going to be a sliding double for Gabe Schaub, second and third one away. Folks, I don't know if you can hit a ball, ball much further at this field. It hit the top left corner of that green monster we alluded to earlier out in right field. It hit off the corner, and it bounced back into the field of play. I believe if that would have bounced out, it, it might have been a home run. But as it stands, Schaub at second, Sauer at third, one out for Brady Craig. Doing some extra hitting here to get things started. There's one in there for a strike again. Quickly 0-2 to him. That might be the hardest ball I've ever seen hit. Same here. For these CU Kiwanis Little League games. Swing and a miss there, 0-2 here to Craig. 
Sauer at third, Schaub at second. Craig's gonna swing and miss strike three, two away here in the bottom of the second. Next up, David Hooper. He's gonna bat with two outs, a chance to bring a pair in from scoring position here. Unless Toby Kreps can work his way out of trouble again. Coons plated two in the first. None so far here in the second as the ball goes low there to Hooper. Kreps comes set for the one and oh, there's a high pop fly. It's gonna get back out of play over our heads. Evens it up at one and one. Good to see J.J. Schmidt hopping around behind home plate after getting a little shaken up last inning. Absolutely. 1-1 one, one here to Hooper is no good. It gets by and in the score comes Sauer. Right off the glove of Schmidt. I thought he had a play at home plate, but Sauer's slid in just under the tag and it's now a 3-1 Coons lead. The one and two here to Hooper, swung on and missed, strike three. So Kreps gets out of it, but not before he allows a run and the big double from Gabe Schaub. Three to one is our score through two. You're listening to the First Federal and Pella Windows Store Little League matchup on DWS. Start and find the wheeled wheelhouse here in the top of the third, three to one. Coons leads over Plumbers. Up to bat this inning will be Harrison Matz, Christian Weiss, and Brandon Mosley. If anybody reach, should reach, Pauly Palermo will be the fourth batter this inning. Tate Sauer out to pitch after scoring the third run there for Coons in the bottom half of last inning. He's looked good here through two innings, only a pair of walks in the first. He Allowed a single last inning, but his defense backing him up, able to work out of the jam there. Getting some defensive changes here as all the kids have to spend a little bit of time in the field here for CU Kiwanis Little League. So once we get those all figured out, we'll get them to you, Harris and Mats. Uh, second baseman for Plumbers looks like He's about ready here to bat against the right-handed Tate Sauer. Looks like Ali's set with those defensive changes. We do, we got some changes for Coons. We have uh, JD is now going to be moving to shortstop. Also, we have Craig Brady moving to right field. David Hopper is moving to center field. And Samara MacArthur is moving to left field. Lots of movement around the diamond as Harrison Matz has a little bit of a smirk as he bluffs a bunt and pulls it back. He's got that top hand twitching. There he goes again showing, and that one's going to be in there for a called strike one and one. I'm a big fan of the bunt at this age group. I made a living off of it as a, a nine and ten year old. Here's the next pitch. That one's fouled off the bat, off the umpire one and two here to Matz. 
kind of nervous. All it took was one bad time of getting my fingers, and, and nope, nope, I'm good. It's a lot easier to see the, the ball hit the sweet spot when it's right over your head versus when you when you try to swing the 30-inch lumber around. That's that's how I saw it. I was, <laughs> I, I was not a prideful kid. I will, I will just strike out swinging. <laughs> There's one low for a ball, evening it up at 2-2 two and two to Mats here in the top of the third. His team trying to stay in it, trailing by a pair of runs. 2-2 two, two to him. Off the end of the bat, foul tip, strike three to get the first out here in the top of the third. Next up, Christian Weeks. Weeks continues that line of right-handed hitters here against the righty Sauer. There's one in there for a called strike, 0-1. Weiss probably set to take the field here in the bottom of the third. He's been an extra hitter here for the first couple frames. The 0-1 to him is outside for a ball. Evens it up at 1-1. One Sauer is working quick. There's one fouled straight back. Watch out, Allie. <laughs> Ball will get you. We have had a busy night back here. Of course, we are set up right behind the backstop, so, you know, it can only be expected. That's why there's a fence there. Great vantage back here, and we're getting a lot of good cuts just missing here tonight from both squads. There's a dribbler towards the second baseman. He's going to field an underhand flip to first. Nice play there by Sathias McCary, who's still over at second base, flipping to Wyatt Brownfield. Four to three, two outs here in the top of the third. Brandon Mosley comes to bat for the first time. Yeah, we talked about this being our 21st year of Little League on DWS, but of course this has been going on for a number of years, since 1949 to be exact. 1949, oh yeah, yeah, the, the round 70. I'm a big fan of, of round numbers, so uh, I remember that one. That's first one's in there, or not in there, misses wide for a ball to Mosley, 1-0 to Plummer's left fielder. July 5th, 1949, Kemper Faber Motor Company defeated McBride's Drugs, seven to six. That one's called strike on the outside corner, one and one. That was probably quite the the post 4th of July celebration, especially back in that time. Yep, a lot, probably. A lot more American pride around these parts. The one one here is high for a ball, two and one. He made probably a, a multi-day event out of that at oh that yeah. point. Bases are empty, two away here in the top of the third. The right-handed Sauer fires one in there, swinging a miss by Mosley, evens it up at two and two. Sauer really seems to be settling in after that first inning. Hasn't allowed a base runner here in five batters now, and I, I just keep on keeping on with the announcer's curse as he loses it just a little bit there and plunks Mosley in the shoulder. So Plumbers is going to get a two-out base runner here to bring up Pauly Palermo. It doesn't seem this inning stars hasn't had any walks, which was a little bit of a thing that we talked about from, from the first inning. That hasn't ha happened here, and he did have two strikeouts in a row. 
been filling up the strike zone quite a bit here as Palermo steps in and is in there for a call strike. Taking off for second is Mosley, and I don't think the catcher was ready for him to steal on that one. He makes it in there. So Plumbers has a runner out in scoring position with two outs, still trailing by two, but getting Mosley across would cut that in half. Palermo ready from the right side. He swings and misses 0-2 now. Mosley looking to steal on, on every pitch. We, we talk about they like to move on the pass balls and the wild pitches, but Mosley's got the speed. That one's in there for a called strike three, so the two out hit by pitch does not come around to hurt Sauer. His team leads three to one through two and a half. We'll be back for the bottom of the third here. You're listening to the First Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. Thoroughly confused as we head in here to the bottom of the third. Coons leading 3-1 to one over Plumbers. Samara MacArthur to lead things off. Then back to the top, Isaiah Allen, Brandon Snyder. You were grooving along there, Allie. What, you know, I, what well, movie not, is that from? You're not confused about baseball. Confused about some of the Disney soundtracks. Correct, correct. That is one that, I, I mean, I, I'm more than happy to jam to it, but yeah, I, that was one I wasn't familiar with. Oh, oh, so... Allie just dancing along. Pretty Neither much. of us really sure, but we're enjoying the bumps from Tim Dittman as there's one in for a called strike to Samara, Samara MacArthur. One and one here to the right-handed hitter. The next one to her, that one's inside. She ducks out of the way. Would it be wrong to request to Tim Dittman a few, few songs we want to hear? You know, oh, yeah, like we talked uh, about earlier, some Taylor Swift, you know. I'm sure uh, our production crew <laughs> can work up all sorts of things. This is 2-1 here to MacArthur. Big swing and a miss. Evens it up at 2-2. Two and two. Samara, she's a Cardinals fan. Foul tip that one, but right into the catcher's mitt. J.J. Schmidt squeezing that one. One away here in the bottom of the third. Kind of like you were talking about earlier, it would be nice to know you know, especially the more random ones like being a Rangers fan or being a what, Rays fan. How exactly did that happen? Maybe the family's from Tampa or they, they are just a fan of a certain player? Yeah, I remember we had a Pirates fan last week as the first pitch to Isaiah Allen. Misses inside for a ball. He's going to send a looper out towards right field and it's going to dink in there for a base hit right into no man's land once again. And Allen standing on first with one away here in the third. Next up is Brandon Snyder. He scored the first run for Coons back in the first. He's going to send a dribbler between the pitcher and the second baseman. Kreps tries to make a play, but he doesn't have one. Coons is finding where the defenders aren't. They've got two hits into no man's land here to get things going in the third. First and second, one away for big Jacob Riley, who smoked a double to the left center his first time up back in the first. First pitch to him is just high for a ball, 1-0. and Batted balls have definitely been a friend of Coons tonight. Like you said, finding just those right spots. Up to five hits on the evening. That one misses outside to Riley, 2-0. and 
Coons getting production up and down the lineup. The 2-0 here to Riley. There's a chopper towards the middle, and it's going to get through into center field for a base hit. Rounding third and heading home is Allen. He'll score without a throw. Heading over to third is Snyder. Riley has his second RBI of the night. 4-1 Coons lead. Nice job there by Riley, just taking what the pitcher gives him, sending it right back up the middle. Long way to run for the second baseman there from Plumbers. That's Dominic Mortensen, who's moved his way onto the dirt after starting out in center field. So Riley's at first, Snyder's at third. One out, one across. Here comes Josh Kersell, who bounced into a fielder's choice his first time up. Purcell roaming the outfield here in the early going. First pitch to him. There's a line drive into right center for a base set. Here comes Snyder to score. Riley's going to go from first to third. He'll play at second, and he's safe. So a hustle double there for Purcell. Puts him at second and third. Another one across. Plumbers or Coons leads 5-1 now. Purcell had written about his fact that he was on the IOU East All-Star team that went to state and took fifth place. Showing off his skills there mm -hmm. as he smacks the double. Next up, Wyatt Brownfield, who reached on a walk back in the first and was stranded. Here's another ground ball towards the middle. Second baseman's got to play on this one. He'll throw to first, but it goes over the first baseman's head. And the score is Riley. Here comes Kersell from second. And just like that, it's 7-1 to one here at First Federal Field. Tough sledding for Kreps here as balls are just finding the hole here in this inning. And that one got to a defender, but the throw ended up a little wide. Let me see if my addition is right here. Yes, it is seven to one. Scoreboard still telling us though six to one, but it does sound like there is some debate going on. Yeah, manager for Coons comes out of the dugout. He's meeting with his pitcher, trying to decide if Kreps can work his way out of this one. So MacArthur led it off. She struck out and since then we've seen Four straight hits from Coons. Three have come across. That's how we have our seven to one score. Looks like Toby Kreps is gonna stay in and face Athias McCary, who's made a couple slick fielding plays at second base. There's a ground ball to the third baseman, gonna have to charge it, but the grass kills it, and he's safe at first. Brownfield holds tight at second base. They're at first and second with one away here in the bottom of the third. Next up, J.D. Schladney, who had a hit himself his last time up last inning. Like you're saying, they're just finding the right spots. Yeah, that one found enough of the tall grass. It just slowed it down. It was really a hot shot, but all the rain that we've had mm -hmm. over the past couple well, I guess about the last couple weeks. Yeah. Keeping this grass tall. There's a chopper towards the middle, fielded by the shortstop. He's going to flip to second. Looks like it was in time. Still waiting for a call, and he was out. Nice play there by the shortstop, Evan Kirksey. 
to flip it over to the covering second baseman and get the second out here in the third. Next up, the pitcher Tate Sauer, who scored a run last inning after reaching on a fielder's choice. He's going to take a big hack and a miss at the first pitch, 0-1. Four across this inning for Coons. Next one's just a bit low for a ball. Taking off for a second is Schladney. He'll get in there without a throw. So runners, two runners in scoring position. Brownfield at third, Schladney at second. There's one in there for a called strike. One and two to Sauer. Reps is ready. The one-two, that looks like a breaking pitch in there for a called strike three. So Kreps will get out of it, but not before Coons plates four. They lead by six here through three innings at First Federal. We'll come back for the fourth. You're listening to the First Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. The Jungle Book. I got one back here for the fourth inning at First Federal Field. Coons leads Plumbers 7-1. to one. Looks like Tate Sowers' day is done on the hill, but he did a nice job pitching for Coons. In to pitch now is Wyatt Brownfield, who's made a couple of nice plays over at first so far. We got some other defensive changes to go over. Allie, what do those look like? Isaiah Allen is going to move from shortstop to second. Josh Cursell is going to be moving from center field to first. Also, uh, the big one, Wyatt Brownfield is going to be moving from first to pitching. Brownfield in the pitch. He's finishing up his warm-up tosses there. Final line for Sauer, he had a nice nice day in the first inning. He allowed a run on three walks and a single, but after that, only a single and a hit by pitch. The following two innings, he finishes up three innings, one run on two hits while striking out four, five. So Sauer can be pleased with that day as he hands things off to the tall right-hander, Brownfield. He'll face the top of Plummer's order here, Gabe Daniels, Evan Kirksey, and Jeffrey Grover. First one swung on and missed by Daniels, 0-1. He reached to lead off the game via the walk and ended up coming around to score. Next pitch to him, he reaching for an outside fastball, coming up empty. Now 0-2 to Plummer's leadoff hitter who I believe has been at first base all night. 0-2 from Brownfield. There's a little looper towards right. Oh, fielded by the second baseman and thrown on to first. Great day at second base so far here for Isaiah Allen, who actually I believe just moved to second base. So just great second base defense for Coons. Absolutely. Whoever they move over there tonight's just been making the play. So one away after the 4-3 to three put out. Evan Kirksey comes to bat, who had a hit in the first and was cut down trying to steal home on a pass ball to end the first. Brownfield's working quick. Here's his pitch. A awkward swing and a miss there. Even things up at one and one. 
Brownfield, I, I'm a little, I'm a little thrown off by our vantage point as we sit about two feet tall in our chairs. His next pitch is a little <laughs> high for a ball two one, but I think Wyatt Brownfield might be as tall, if not taller, than both of us here on the broadcast team tonight. Well, it's definitely not that hard for me, considering the fact I'm five foot. Pretty much everyone is taller than me. Not a whole lot of five, nine, eleven-year-olds as that one's fouled straight back into the umpire. One and two and two here to Kirksey. Umpire seems okay. Brownfield's got an over-the-top delivery. Very true. I'm sure some junior high and high school coaches like the way that looks. Mm -hmm. Comes set for the 0-2, and there's a foul ball. That one. Almost snuck out of the field of play, but it hit the very top of the backstop, and we'll do it again at two and two. One out, seven to one. Coons leads Plumbers here in the top of the fourth. Plumbers trying to chip away as the relievers come in now. There's one where he just sticks the bat out there, but under it to make the play is number 10, J.D. Schladney, and there are two away here in the fourth. Going back to what you were talking about earlier, second base seems to kind of be the hot spot tonight. That's a place where both teams really have liked that spot right between first and second. And we've seen some really good plays there tonight. Yeah, for the lack of lefty hitters, this first one's in there for a called strike to Jeffrey Grover, 0-1. Yeah, for the lack of lefty batters, we, we batting 27 tonight and all of them from the right side, but some outside pitches and some... Late swings have been sending things out to the right side as that one's in there for a called strike. Quickly 0-2 here to Grover. Even saw an opposite field double. There's a swing and a miss by Grover. 1-2-3 goes Plumbers here in the fourth. Back for the bottom half here in a moment. You're listening to the first Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. Disney movies are making their way onto this first federal and pillow window store Little League <laughs> broadcast as Coons leads at 7-1. to one. They try to add to their lead here in the bottom of the fourth. Coming to bat will be Gabe Schaub, Brady Craig, and David Hooper. If anybody should reach, we'll see Samara. Samara MacArthur and Toby Krebs's day has ended for Plumbers. He got the start and he pitched the first three innings. He didn't get bit by the walk bug that seems to bite a lot of the kids at this age group. He was throwing a lot of strikes and, and Coons just happened to hit him where the defense wasn't and he gets chased after allowing seven runs. Now pitching will be Gabe Daniels, a southpaw here for Plumbers, trying to work things out as a big swing and a miss by Gabe Schaub here, 0-1. Schaub had the long double off the top corner of the Green Monster back in the second, just inches away from an opposite field home run. The 0-1 pitch to him, there's a chopper to the second baseman, backhanded and toss over to first, not in time. The fleet-footed Schaub able to beat that one out. He's two for two. And again, right back to that second base spot. <laughs> Looking alive at second base tonight for both teams. Now Brady Craig steps up to bat. He was 
sat down on strikes his first time up. First pitch to him is in there for a called strike, 0 and 1. Interesting fact about Brady, he has one kidney. One kidney? Yeah. All right, well, that kidney's working double time here as everybody's got two as far as we know here on the field of plays. That one's fouled back, one and two. I saw just this past week a, a sports writer's wife uh, decided to just give her kidney to, to somebody. I don't Looks like you, you saw that story yep. as well. Yep. yep. Something that you quite often see people do for family members or even friends. And I, I had a friend who her husband randomly was a match for her when she needed a kidney replacement. And, and things just sometimes work out like that. Human body is scientific stuff that I, I just don't know about. We know baseball. This one's outside for a ball two and two. It's just, it just seems weird to me that, that you could be born with two of something and then we find out, oh, you only need one of them. Yeah, exactly. 2-2 two -two is swung on and missed there by Craig. One away here in the fifth. Schaub still standing over at first with David Hooper stepping up. Quick score update, especially for National League fans. Right now, St. Louis and Philadelphia, they are in a rain delay. Second straight night, I believe. Yep. There's a big swing and a miss at the first pitch by Hooper, 0-1. Pitchers don't like seeing that, I imagine. Good news is I, I believe both both nights, the last two nights, they haven't even got started. So that helps the pitchers, but not for people wanting to be at the ballpark. That one's fouled back to the screen, 0-2 here to Hooper. Coons trying to add to their six-run lead here in the fourth. Schaub standing at first after they scored four last inning. There's a breaking pitch in there. Swung on and missed by Hooper for strike three. Two outs. Daniels settling in after giving the lead off single. Here comes Samara MacArthur who led off last inning with a strikeout. And for her second at-bat of the evening, the first pitch to her, big hack and a miss, 0-1. And Southpaw Daniels comes set and he fires, there's a tapper foul right at home plate, so 0-2. Samara, her favorite baseball player, her older brother, Samuel. Oh, well, isn't that just sweet. That's nice. The 0-2 here to MacArthur. She's going to swing and miss at that one, strike three. It's always a toss-up of whether they do the drop third strike, but it is yeah. a rule. They throw down to first, and they get her out. So nothing after the leadoff. Single three straight strikeouts by Daniels. We're through four. Coons leads Plumbers. 7-1, to one. we're back for the fifth year in a moment. You're listening to the first Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. Back for the fifth inning at first Federal Field. Coons over Plummer 7-1 to one as Wyatt Brownfield gets ready for his second inning of work. 
facing the four, five, six hitters for Plumbers. That's Michael Bussell, J.J. Schmidt, and Jaden Ando. If anybody reaches Dominic Mortensen. Brownfield relieved the starting pitchers Tate Sauer last inning after Sauer went three strong and Brownfield proceeded to set him down in order. One, two, three. We'll see what he can do here in his second inning of work. Bussell reached on a walk back in the first. Hasn't batted since then, so he'll come up for his second at-bat of the game. He's going to show bunt, and the pitch goes behind him for a ball. We've seen quite a few bunt attempts tonight. It, or seemingly bunt attempts. Yeah, that, it, it, are they going to do it? Are they not? That's kind of how I, I think it tends to go. They see one guy do it, and it's like, well, maybe, maybe it'll work. Maybe I'll give it a shot. He's going to inside out that one to the first baseman. A little looping pop fly caught by Josh Kersell, and we've got one away here in the top of the fifth. J.J. Schmidt doing the catching here tonight, coming up for his second at-bat. Went down on strikes his first time, batting from the right side against the right-hander Brownfield. There's a skipper towards the shortstop. Hoover fields it, throws, long throw, not in time. There's an infield single for Schmidt. First hit allowed by Brownfield. Runner on first for Jay Nando. Moving right along here, he steps in. The first pitch to him misses outside for a ball, 1-0. Ando reached on a walk back in the first, but was stranded. His next one, he's going to get a piece of that, foul it back to the screen, evening it up at 1-1. One Full night of Major League action for area teams, Cubs, White Sox, and Cardinals, all due to be in action. We'll see how things go out in Philadelphia. That one's in there for a called strike, one and two to Ando. There was, uh, for NL Central, Pittsburgh did beat Cincinnati seven to two. Good news after Cincinnati came in and gave the Cubs a showing up at Wrigley this weekend. The one, two to Ando is gonna miss low for a ball, even it up at two and two. Schmidt over at first. Plumbers trailing by six here as they're down to their final four outs here tonight. 2-2 two -two count to Ando as Brownfield gathers himself before the next 2-2 two -two pitch. Here it comes, just outside for a ball, running it full. Well, for the threat of rain that we thought might get here at the start of the broadcast, didn't come to fruition. There's a bouncer to the second baseman over to the shortstop for one. Relay not quite in time, so a fielder's choice makes it two away here in the top of the fifth. Here comes Dominic Mortensen. He's going to take the first pitch in there for a called strike, 0-1. Seems like this is the first night in how many days where we really didn't have any rain or we didn't have to worry about basically severe storms. It's been, what, a rough seven-plus days. 0-2, that one right down the middle. Two outs here in the top of the fifth. 
Yeah, it's, ni it's nice now. I, I don't know if we're going to hold off that threat for severe weather a little later on tonight as that one misses just wide for a ball. Yeah, the breeze is blowing just a little bit. This is its absolutely perfect night out here. About as good as it gets. The one-two pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike three. Brownfield works around the one-out single. We're through four and a half. Coons leads Plumbers seven to one. We'll be back. You're listening to the First Federal and Pella Windows Store Little League matchup on DWS. Going to have to figure out what Disney movie that song's from as we come back here for the bottom of the fifth. Coons trying to add to their 7-1 lead here with the top of the order. Isaiah Allen, Brandon Snyder, and Jacob Riley, if anybody reaches Josh Curcell. I know that was Fallout Boy for those of you listening. I'm just making bad jokes as broadcasters tend to do. Gabe Daniels getting ready for his second inning of work. The Southpaw gave up a leadoff single last inning, then struck out the next three. We'll see what he can do here against the top of the order. And I, thanks to Blake for letting us know that Cubs are beating the Astros right now, only minutes into the game. One, two, zero from a Kyle Schwerber leadoff homer. Sadly, how you finish, not how you start. As the Cubs fans know, the last two nights is the first one misses outside to Isaiah Allen, 1-0. He's one for two tonight. He hit a single back in the third and then came around to score. Part of Coons is four-run third, and he's going to swing and miss at that off-speed pitch on the outside corner, 1-1. One one. Should also mention that Allen's made a two or three real nice plays, playing second base as well. Mm -hmm. He waits the 1-1. One, one. That one's going to miss high for a ball. 2-1. and one. Kuhn scored two in the first, one in the second, four in the third. Then Gabe, Daniel, Gabe Daniels was able to come in and Keep them quiet for an inning as that one's fouled back to the screen. Two and two to Allen. Middle infielder in the making. Started it short, moved over to second base. Shifty right-handed hitter is going to send that one in the air on the right side of the infield. The infielders are talking. Oh, it bounces off the first baseman's glove into the second baseman's glove. So a fancy 4-3 or 3-4 pop out there. Yep, and you kind of almost worried about a collision. You could hear even from here, and you guys at home could have heard them yelling. <laughs> I got it, I got it. There have been some defensive changes, so that bounce out of J.J. Schmidt's glove into the second baseman who will get Gabe Daniels fields a little comebacker there and fires quickly over to first, and we've got two fast outs here in the fifth. Now let's get a look here That on that catch. That was Toby Kreps, the original starting pitcher. So the battery getting it done in the field as well as on the mound and behind the plate. Daniels, two quick outs and oh, bop, lined right back to it, pops out of his glove. He's able to corral it and toss over to first. We're through five. 
Plumbers' last chance as they come to bat here in the sixth, trailing 7-1. to one. You're listening to the first Federal and Pella Windows Store Little League matchup on DWS. Last inning out here at first, Federal Plumbers trying to extend this game at least a little longer as they, they trail by six here in the sixth. They will rely on Josh Kreps, Noah Baker, and Toby Kreps to get them going here. If anybody reaches Harrison Matz, looks like Wyatt Brownfield is done on the mound after two innings, and the new pitcher will be number 12, Isaiah Allen. Some other defensive changes as well. Allie, do you have those? Yep, looks like Samara MacArthur is going to move from left field to second, and also former uh, pitcher Wyatt Brownfield is going to be going to third. Brandon, Brownfield's... Started at first base, moved to the bump, and now he's slid on over to third. Allen, who's had some nice plays in the field and also scored a run at bat, he's going to try to close things out. Not a not a save situation. I don't know if they do saves at this yeah. age group, and the run margin's a little too wide, but we'll just say he's coming in to close things out here at first federal. And Brandon Schneider is moved over to catcher. Everybody getting into play tonight in this CU Kiwanis Little League matchup. Second night in a row that we have a Little League game here on our airwaves on DWS. That's it for this week. We'll be back next week for a pair of games as well. You, you get a break from me. I'll, I'll be <laughs> teaming up with Tim Dittman for a game, and Allie will be with Michael Kaiser for another. Poor Michael Kaiser. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more like you get a break from me. <laughs> oh, no. We have all kinds of fun doing these broadcasts. Allen's finishing up his warm-up tosses here. It's been a very quick game, a lot of strikes, not a whole lot of walks. I, we can go over Wyatt Brownfield's final line here real quick before Noah Baker steps in. Brownfield came in and he faced one over the minimum in two innings. He allowed a hit, struck out a pair, didn't walk any. So nice job for Brownfield. And here comes Allen. First pitch to Baker is high for a ball one and oh. Baker Reached on a fielder's choice in his lone at bat back in the second. That one's in there for a called strike on the outside corner, one and one. Allen, the first pitcher we've seen tonight to work out of a windup, and he's going to miss that one wide just a bit, two and one. Next pitch from him's high as well. Three balls, one strike to Noah Baker. Played a couple different positions in the field for Plumbers. He's going to swing and miss at an offering on the outside corner. Running it full three and two. Nobody out here in the top of the sixth. Next pitch on the way. Misses just high for a ball. Haven't seen many walks tonight. Nope, just the fourth walk surrendered by a Coons pitcher. And that'll bring up... I, I, 
actually have been off for a while. That, that was Josh Kreps who just reached there as the ball gets back to the screen, but he will hold put at first. So Josh Kreps reached on the walk. Now we've got Noah Baker yep, up. Yep. Who I should go back and give him credit. Kreps had a single back in the second inning. So he's been on base twice. There's a pop fly on the infield. Who's going to catch it? Second baseman over to get it. There's Samara MacArthur putting away the first out here in the top of the sixth. Holding put is Kreps over at first. So now Josh's brother, Toby, who started the game, will come up to bat for the second time here tonight. Here's a grounder right back up the middle. Fielded by the shortstop. He steps on second over to first in time. Double play. Great play there by David Hooper. And that's going to seal it. Coons over Plummers 7-1 here at First Federal. We'll take a break, tally up the final numbers, and come back and wrap it up here from First Federal Field. You're listening to the First Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. Back to wrap up this first Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup at First Federal Field. Evan Kahn, Ali Adams. Final score, Coons over Plumbers 7-1. We saw good pitching from both sides and some patient hitters from both sides. And Plumbers uh, don't have the exact numbers here, but I believe they, they walked more than Coons did. They just weren't able to bring those runners around the same way that, that Coons was, but they, they had solid pitching and throwing a lot of strikes and, and a lot of kids going up there putting up good at bats. Absolutely. I think, like you said earlier, that it was just Coons finding the right spots at the right time to bring guys home, and that's what they did pretty much all night long on top of that solid pitching. But we watched, like you said, that, that spot between first and second, that was a hot spot all night long. You had very, very, very busy second baseman this evening that both sides did excellent jobs. But a lot of, I, I, you know, it was just a lot of really well-hit balls tonight, including almost a homer. Yeah, we almost saw a homer from Gabe Schaub for Coons. And Coons, they tallied nine hits on the night to bring it in their seven runs top to bottom. Their lineup was doing a whole lot, and their pitchers as well. Uh, all of them came in and threw strikes. The lone run was given up. Uh, the first batter who reached via the walk. So Coons, they, they, they ran the table here tonight and uh, set up to, to play the end of the season. We'll see if we might see them at the end of the year at Zon Park. Yeah, that's exactly what we were talking about, the different teams that we've seen so far this season and what we've seen, and we've just seen some really great little league games, and it's been a lot of fun so far. We're only partway done. Yep, tonight was no exception to that, and we look forward to another riveting little league matchup next Monday. We will see the same Plumbers team take on Bacon Van Buskirk over at Yankee Ridge at 6 o'clock right here on DWS. Myself and Tim Dittman will have the call there, but until then, we're going to wrap things up here from First Federal Alley. Thank you for coming out. We we stayed dry. Yes. Most importantly, Woo! we stayed warm. Oh, my gosh. And yes. it's time to go watch the Cubs. You know, it's time to watch the Cubs. And also, as, as always, we want to remind everyone to go to WDWS.com. Make sure you download the podcast. You can share the link, can listen, 
make sure you go to WDWS.com. Share with family, friends. Always we'll have that up later this evening for you. And if you possibly missed a previous game, we also have our previous games from this season up at WDWS.com. So don't forget to go do that. Yep, we do these games for all you that listen. So thank you for tuning in. And thank you to our sponsors, First Federal and Pella Windows Store. We're going to call it a night here from First Federal. We'll talk to you next week here. This has been the First Federal and Pella Windows Store Little League matchup on DWS. The First Federal Hello Window Store Little League matchup on Newstalk 1400 DWS has been brought to you by First Federal Savings Bank, serving Champaign County since 1908. And by Pello Window Store, proudly supplying Pello windows and doors for the past 50 years to East Central Illinois. A podcast of tonight's game will soon be available at our website, WDWS.com. Your home for the best in local sports coverage is Newstalk 1400. WDWS Champaign-Urbana, a News Gazette media station.